0: Hi, and welcome to Finding Your Way Through Therapy. I am your host, Steve Bisson. I'm an author and mental health counselor. Are you curious about therapy? Do you feel there is a lot of mystery about therapy? Do you wonder what your therapist is doing and why? The goal of this podcast is to make therapy and psychology accessible to all by using real language and straight-to-the-point discussions. This podcast wants to remind you to take care of your mental health, just like you would your physical health. Therapy should not be intimidating. It should be a great way to better health. I will demystify what happens in counseling, discuss topics related to mental health, and discussions you can have with your therapist. I also want to introduce psychology in everyday life, as I feel most of our lives are enmeshed in psychology. I want to introduce the subtle and not-so-subtle ways psychology plays a factor in our lives. It will be my own mix of thoughts as well as special guests. So join me on this discovery of therapy and psychology. Hi, and welcome to episode 30 of Finding Your Way Through Therapy. My name is Steve Biesel. If you haven't listened to episode 29 yet, I hope you get a chance to listen to it. Jessica Jameson and I talked about mental health and physical health and how we need to treat him almost equally. And she takes a psychological approach to weight loss, which I think a lot of people will relate to. So I hope you get to go back and listen to that. But right now, episode 30 is for the new year. So we're recording this and will be released around the new year. And one of my biggest pet peeves is about New Year's resolutions. And let, me, and let me start by saying that I have nothing against resolutions in the sense that I think that it should be something that we can do in the long term. One of the pet peeves that I have, though, is that we start talking about resolutions as they start on January 1st. They can be done right on January 1st, but what happens is I think it's a setup for failure. And what I mean by that is this on January 1st, some of us take it easy on New Year's Eve, some of us don't, and there's people in between. And I think that what happens on January 1st is that we are very resolute in doing something, but we haven't set up any of the steps in order to do it. So when people are saying, well, I'm going to start eating right on January 1st, well, that's not exactly how it works. What type of preparations have you done? What type of, other than saying those words, have you done something, for example, to read about nutrition, see what your needs are, maybe even do a test in order to see which vitamins you may be lacking or minerals or which ones are you also maybe more sensitive to, whether it's an allergy or something. So I'm using that as an example, but the point is, is that if we don't set it up with some good ideas beforehand, on January 1st, we're going to have limited motivations to do so. And some people are able to do that. I've, I've known people who quit smoking suddenly, not only on January 1st, but whenever they decide to quit smoking or quit drugs or alcohol. But at, at, the, at the end of the day, I think that what happens is that we're not able to do it right away because we haven't set up anything to be successful. So from my perspective, one of the things that you need to do is if you're going to have a resolution, you got to start like on December 1st, setting up what you think will be a good resolution. One of my therapeutic things to do sometimes in December is to talk to my clients, all right, this year we've accomplished blank. So what do you want to accomplish in the new year? And we'd start talking about things that we can build on, maybe something new, but ultimately start setting it up then so that way that we can work on it throughout the year and not just starting January 1st, because other things happen. One of the things that is also not kept in mind around resolutions is there could be some issues in regards to different things happening in January, whether it's someone in the family not feeling so well or taking care of an emergency at work or anything like that. So if you haven't set up anything starting maybe December 1st, or you're not ready to deal with some of these difficulties that may occur on the way there, then you're probably not going to complete your resolution. So what I talk about is goals. And what a goal for the year is, is that this year I'm going to blank. And that's maybe start running. Maybe it's a start meditating. Maybe it's going to therapy or anything else. I don't don't want to give all the examples because there's so many of them, but you can do something like that. So what do you do on January 1st? Well, maybe January 1st is the day you start looking at your nutrition. Maybe this is the time you start looking at smoking cessation programs. Maybe it's the time where you start looking at maybe rehabilitation centers, or some sort of intensive outpatient program or partial hospitalization that can help you in regards to completing your goals with substance abuse, mental health, or what have you. But ultimately, I think that what you need to remember when you make a resolution is that you need to set it up for success, not set it up so that it starts suddenly. I think that what I tend to see in my clients is that okay i'm not going to do this starting january 1st and then they binge on whatever they said they're not going to do starting january 1st on december 31st which is also a setup for failure so making sure that you look at it as an overall goal i mean i've i've done this across many many years myself and i don't always start on january 1st but you know this is how i quit smoking i had the resolution was to quit smoking in 2003 and i'm proud to say that i haven't smoked since 2003 but i didn't really actually smoke stop smoking until august and what that was is that i started setting up what do i need to do what type of help i've had some attempts to quit and it didn't work so i set myself up for success so over the next 8 months or so i put everything together and read a lot in order to get to where i wanted to be and Lo and behold, I don't have the exact date. I know for some people that's very important. I'm going to say August 10th because it's around that date. I quit smoking and I haven't smoked a cigarette since. And I set up a reward system. I also set up some supports around me. And, you know, that's the stuff that you got to remember that January 1st, all your supports and all the things that you want to eliminate are not suddenly going to disappear or be there for you. So that's why I talk about resolutions being a long-term full year type of thing not just starting on January 1st. And what I would suggest is that when you're thinking about what you want to do this year, start writing down what the goal is and what might be the possible obstacles as well as the good things around you. And finally the most important thing that I want to share is that there's a lot of neurological studies that have been done and To be successful is to have others encouraging you, supporting you, or even going through the same thing. And having kind of like that social support system is going to be essential for you to continue that. So if you decide, for example, to stop drinking, but you're around people who like to drink to celebrate just about everything, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. So maybe finding people who are not drinking or minimally drinking, and they want to support you in your goal, for example. And I'm using drinking, but that could go for any goal. You want to go to the gym, maybe set up a buddy system and not on January 1st because the I had, when I went to the gym, I always laughed with the people who were in charge because on January 1st, oh, about January 15th or so, the gym was packed. There's a lot of people. And then by January 30th, it was back to where it was pre-January 1st. And the reason why is that it's people are going, yeah, I'm going to do it rah, rah, rah. And then they maybe they get hurt. Maybe they're overzealous. They didn't set up any support system around them, they get discouraged and they stop. And then they don't, they don't set up anything to complete that goal over the course of the year. I'm giving you a lot of examples just because I thought that was important for you to look at it that way. And hopefully it can get you to the resolutions that you want to c- accomplish and think about it as a whole year, not just starting January 1st. And if by December 31st, you've accomplished your goal of stopping, uh, substances or going to the gym or having some weight loss or changing your nutrition overall, then you've accomplished your goal. And that's how I would encourage you to look at it on episode 31. I'm going to be talking to Robin L. Garrett, Robin L. Garrett is the CEO and founder of beamably. And this is a program that encourages leadership to change the world by taking steps to ensure different things, including mental health, which, you know, is a dear subject of my heart. I met her through TikTok of all places and I always liked her content and we're going to talk about her book as well as how she's accomplished the education of the leadership around her. Please like, subscribe, or follow this podcast on your favorite platform. A glowing review is always helpful. And as a reminder, this podcast is for information, educational, and entertainment purposes. If you're struggling with a mental health or substance abuse issue, please reach out to a professional counselor or therapist for consultation.